Welcome back to Barely Serious. This is episode 15. I'm here with Omar Knight. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, super hilarious guy. He's kind of like my my big brother in the comedy community. Aww. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of like he's kind of like everybody's big brother. Um, and uh, so before we get into what we discussed first, I kind of want to know a little bit more for the listener of kind of like where you're from and uh, your backstory. Okay, yeah, so uh, from uh, Sacramento, California originally, and then I moved down to Atlanta, that's where I went to college. I went to Clark Atlanta University. Uh, I got my degree in computer science. I fucking hate computers. I absolutely don't do anything with them, and I know shit about them (laughs) at the moment. I just like to have a fucking degree. And then uh, after, uh, I've been on that for six years, and then after that, uh, wasn't really hidden in the job market, so I, so I went to St. Louis, my best friend, she invited me out there to come test the job market out there. There, So I lived with her for a year and that's actually where I did my first uh, stand-up set. Like the very first time I got, got on a stage, it was at uh, the Funny Bone in St. Louis. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, and it was, it was pretty cool. I kind of fell in love with it. Uh, I, I only did that set once, so I, I haven't done that set again, but I haven't recorded though. And uh, the reason why is because uh, I was working at a mall in St. Louis selling jewelry. And it's one uh, comedian that came up to me. Uh, I didn't know he was a comedian at the time, but he was really funny. I started chatting up, whoop, chatting it up with him. And he was like, uh, I was like, hey, you're really funny. Uh, you ever tried comedy? And he goes, uh, yeah, I do it for a living. I'm like, oh, I just started uh, stand-up uh, not too long ago. And he goes, uh, oh, okay. Well, I'll tell you what, since you've been so nice, uh, it's around Christmas time, around this time. He was like, I'm going to give you an early Christmas present. He was like, I'm performing at the Funny Bone. You can come out and do 10 minutes. And I was like, oh, shit. Because by that time, I've been on stage maybe twice. <laughs> like, it was like kind of like crazy. And then uh, he he offered, he basically offered that uh, time. And then so I had not done clean comedy at the time. but he It's he clean? Was, it, well, so that's the thing. So he, he's a clean comedian. So he was like, um, you know, I looked him up. He, has a, he had a comedy special or whatever. It was pretty cool. And then uh, I had asked him, or he had asked me, he was like, hey, what kind of comedy do you do? Uh, uh, dirty or clean? I'm like, I can do either. And I was lying my ass off. I can yeah. do either. And he goes, uh, well, do clean. You can do it everywhere if you do clean. I was like, okay. It's like, shit. So I like had to go home, write a bunch of clean material. Uh, then when, when, I got- when, when he approached you at this point, like how soon was the show? Like how, how much time did you have to prepare I had about two weeks. Two weeks. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, I had about two weeks. It'd be funny uh, if it was like the next night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? And I just threw up on it. Here's the thing, though. Uh, all the clean material, I never got to work out. I never tried it Yeah. on on stage. So I, I ended up doing a mic later, but I uh, tried some other stuff that did not work there. So I had to, because I felt like it wasn't going to work in that time, I'm a, a young comedian, it, because it didn't work there, I thought it wasn't good. Right. And so I went home and wrote a completely new set, which was about, it's like seven and a half minutes long, even though he gave me 10 minutes, about seven and a half minutes long and never tried it. So that first time uh, I got on that stage or doing my longest time at that point in front of a crowd of, I want to say maybe 80, 90 people. Damn. Most I've ever done in front of and uh, a couple friends there um, that I had met. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. They laughed at maybe two two of my jokes. They weren't like boomy or anything. A really nice crowd, but uh, they laughed at like two jokes that I had written. Uh, of course, there were more jokes, but once I did the whole clean set, like I felt so good about doing it that at that point I was like the first set that I did. The reason why I don't do that anymore is because it was all just like me talking about my dick for like five minutes. Yeah, yeah, which. You know, in itself, it, I felt like the laughter came from shock value more than it did from like me being funny. Right. And when I uh, when I got when I did that clean material, even though it was less, way less laughs, uh, I think it let me know know that I didn't have to purposely write like that. Now, if I write dick jokes, I write them because I think they're hella funny, which I have a funny ass dick joke about sucking dick for a million dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. Wanna, like, it happens to be one of my funniest bits at the time. At now, uh, I use it all the time. But yeah, at the time though, I also uh, you know you know Frank right? Uh, Friendly Frank. Frank. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. of course. So one of his things, like, so me and like this other comedian, we were we were telling like rape and abortion jokes a lot at his show to the point where like he banned it. 
Who, Frank? Yeah. Oh, so you shit. can't tell rape and abortion jokes there anymore. Like, it's just not happening. Unless they're very cleverly hidden. Whoa, whoa. I did my, uh, I did the, the rape training joke. Uh, and Frank laughed pretty yeah, good. Yeah, so that's, yeah, but you... It's not really... It's not really about rape. rape. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the ones we were doing was pretty, pretty fucked up. Like, I had a, um... Yeah, give us one. Give us one. Yeah, yeah. The joke. Uh, oh man, <laughs> look over here. My uh, joke book really quickly. So it's called gang, like gang rape or something like that. Where I say, um, I'm not gonna find it. I took out the word call it. Uh, but basically, the joke is uh, that the girl was like, I got a, a Tinder date or whatever, and then she like we're talking and it or horrible joke. It was like I, we're talking, and she said. Um, you know, you want to hear something funny? I was like, what's what's funny? She was like, um, I told my friend, uh, you know, I gave her all your information just in case uh, you were planning on gang raping me. I was like, uh, gang rape? For you? You think, gonna, <laughs> you think me and the crew is going to risk penitentiary time for you? You are six at best. And it was just like me talking about how I wouldn't gang rape her because like me, if we don't have the team meetings, to gang rape but six we were, were nines and up and that's Nine, yeah work. okay and just, okay so but basically um that, yeah, time too, that was like a couple years ago too so i i wasn't as skilled of a writer and uh what was happening was during that time frame i bombed for a month and a half just straight a month and a half straight at at i couldn't figure it out and i even like uh i mean i had a like abortion joke like i, I just couldn't figure out why I was bombing him for a month and a half straight until I started listening to Frank. When we got off stage, if somebody told a rape or abortion joke, he was saying that it takes a little while to make that stuff funny. Like, like still wise, he was like, he, he would always just mention like, like it'll be like three years out or whatever. Or like if you're in, a, if, you, if you're in uh, something about like, it, it, like it takes a little bit of time to get the skill to make those funny. Yeah. So while I was doing it, it the after the what stopped me for a month and a half I I, I listened to him and then I uh, I went up and I still told I told a rape and abortion joke but I didn't tell it so kind of how you're a rape joke yeah like yeah, or, yeah. Like, or your, your your joke about it uh so I really go up there I go up there the first thing I do pack room I go hey you know so I want to apologize uh you know as a young comedian we grow and we uh, learn uh you know to to basically like work work stuff out and evolve. And I used to tell a lot of rape and abortion jokes. And, you know, I don't want people to think I support rape or rapists. I don't care how good your jump shot is. And obviously we're in Southern <laughs> Cal, so they knew I was talking about Kobe. And then I go, uh, and I go, yeah, and, and um, an abortion, like abortion joke, well, that's just a tiny mistake. I won't let that ruin the rest of my life. Obviously another abortion joke, but they're like, they're, I'm not saying it. And I was yeah. like, yo, and I was like, for real though, I, I used to think that the only people that shouldn't uh, laugh at rape jokes are women that have been raped, and the only people that shouldn't laugh at abortion jokes are babies that have been aborted. And I was completely wrong. And then that's that's like, but like that right there, like when I said that stuff, like Frank talked to me after the show. Like he was like, see, you see how you did that? That's like like that's comedy. Yeah. Like, that's writing. Like you know what I mean? So. Yeah, so he really helped me out in that regard because I like uh, when he seen me because I I've been going to the show for a while so it was when he seen me start to improve yeah then he started like he'll like he'll once he noticed your improvement like, he'll take some time out to just like you know just talk to you like that you know what yeah. I mean? so yeah, yeah. so cool dude uh, but yeah and um and so I uh, after St Louis I took about uh, a year off of comedy I didn't really do anything how long ago was that what year was that. Uh, so let's say 2015. Okay. Okay. Sometime around there. Um, so I didn't really do comedy for real. And then, uh, I actually just started or I took comedy, started taking it more seriously at 20, uh, January, 2017. Like that was my new year's resolution, like to, to actually, you know, go to comedy club or like actually get out there. Right. Or 2018, I'm sorry. January 2018, that's when I was like, I'm going to go multiple times a week. I started off pretty strong. I was doing like uh, seven shows or on the week, seven or eight, trying to yeah. like squeeze me in. And of course, it's like slowed down because having a full-time job and shit. Yeah. And you, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. You get perfect. burned out. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, love comedy though. Fuck yeah, dude. That's awesome. 
And um, I think I think my favorite story of yours is the the, the AA story, the DUI story. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if you guys see me on stage, uh, I I am an alcoholic, and uh, so I am uh, in recovery. Of course, it's been like us uh, almost like eleven months now. Nice, um, nice, so, good job, dude. Yeah, appreciate it. So it's um, it so but when you're you know alcoholic and you you're in that you know that space. A lot of crazy shit happens, and right. uh, one like it was just one night. Um, I was able, and again, like this is the the the, the DY story is from a personal experience, uh, and it, ha- it has to be my favorite bit because I'm able to, you know, take that take that. I, I, you know, comedy is like you're you're talking about you and your pain and your struggles, and yeah. just like you know, what I mean, so that's why I, I really love to tell it, even though like my dick jokes get. Uh, bigger laughs because people are really juvenile and they love yeah. dick jokes uh but it's, it's more of a personal story so my friend from work she wanted to come out and see me perform and uh at umami burger and then i'm like yeah sure uh you know come out and at this time like i was i was at umami burger i must have uh, i put like coke and hennessy in a, in a big ass bottle yeah and i was like before i got on stage it was all gone like because we sit out there for like Three hours, two, three hours. Yeah. Because Umami Burger is super popular. And then uh, I don't even remember. I just remember that I got on stage. Don't don't remember anything I said. All I remember is Frank coming in front of me because I must have ran the light super long. Yeah. So he's like waving it in front, like waving his phone, like in front of me, like get off the stage. Um, I get off, and then I remember my friend mentioning like, "Hey, so you want me to drive you home?" And then I'm just like, kind of like, oh, nah, you know, I'm fine or whatever. She's like, no, for real. Like, you're really fucked up, right? And I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, fine, I'm fine. And I was just like, hey, I, I got to go. Like, I don't even remember why I said I just remember that when I left that place, like, I had just left. Like, I, I, like, tried to get away from her and stuff like that. And she didn't was, didn't she, she take your keys? Me. No, so that part of the story isn't real. Oh, okay. So, okay. so, uh, so, of course, so, my joke writing, most of it is grounded in real stories, but... I mean, comedy is just embellishment. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Even a simple joke, like, we, we, we look at stuff and we just have to we have to talk about how outrageous it, outrageous it is and how yeah. absurd yeah. it is. So, with that, the, the story is the real story. So, I, I mean, I left. I got in my car. Uh, last, the last thing I remember before I was on the side of the road. And then um, I had went to jail. And that was, that was the first time uh, I got a DUI. On record, because I did get a DUI in Atlanta, but it, it, like Atlanta has some weird laws where it's like with the statute of limitations two years, and they never send me anything. So I, it just expired. I never got oh, really? a DUI on my record. So it's my first official DUI. So um, yeah, but so the, so the story was real, and uh, I just took that story because I want to get more personal with, with my comedy because I felt like with observational humor, uh, you know, we all like. Uh, lots of people have like kind of like the same like for example um there's a joke i have about chopstick being really stupid and dumb and like you know we evolved from that stuff and i was telling it to one of, uh, one of my friends and he was like oh dude jerry seinfeld did that in like 1994 i'm like how the fuck am i supposed to know that I was yeah four, i was three or four years old when he did that shit so like you know what i mean so but the fact of the matter is that that's parallel thinking i know you and uh cast right yeah about yeah, that yeah. And stuff. so that was a good episode, dude. Yeah, yeah. So he, so that's that's if you take the, the way to get out of parallel thinking is share your own experiences. Yeah. And then that's when your comedy, like, unless they really want to, like, you know, take it from. Obviously, they they're not gonna have the same stories as you. And you in in those stories, you can actually put observational stuff in there if you want. But yeah. like the personal stories is like, um, I think that's like a, a, a evolution of comedy that like. You know, we all start off with like kind of like uh with with the with the observational stuff like that. Yeah. But then like, you know, as we start to grow, it's like, okay, well, we write about ourselves and, and so I want to share the story, but it wasn't absurd enough. Some stories by themselves are just too absurd and it's like, yeah, that's a really crazy story. Don't know if I get away with that on stage. Right. And then right. some stories are like, Oh, this is a really crazy event. And here's the embellishment. So the embellishment of that story is I'm on my third DUI. You know what I mean? So right. it's not, yeah. So I only have one, but it's funnier if I say three. Right. And then uh, I'm on, uh, and then I I accidentally steal her car because I'm so drunk, and that's where I like. So, so those parts of the story is it's the funniest parts of the story, but those those that's not the truth. Right. 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 Yeah. It's um last night because I I do more structured jokes than like in my main set I only do one story and that's the mm-hmm. Oregon story. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to like 
what I want is to go for like a joke and then a story type thing. Um, right. And so like I'm working on like a joke about Tinder where it's like, um, like oh dude, like this is a this is a sponsored by Tinder. Uh, here's the this is a paid plug. Like how many of you guys are on Tinder? And like mm-hmm. ask ask the crowd and then be like. Like oh do do you guys pay for Tinder Gold? Yeah, and be like yeah. Well, you know if you if you upgrade to Tinder Gold, you get to add a weight filter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of like, and then like go a little bit deeper. I don't know how to word the middle part yet, and just be like yeah. But if you if you pay for <laughs> Tinder Pro, you get to add a race filter. You know, mm-hmm. just be like I'm not racist, but sometimes I like Panda Express, and sometimes I like Taco Bell. It's kind of like, and then go into the Tinder store. Yeah. But um, last night at Amazing Comedy Theater, I was so tired that I was like, fuck. And there was like like 10 people maybe. Mm-hmm. And so I decided to just tell this story that happened to me two days ago. It was this edible story. So I was trying I was trying to smash this chick. All right? yeah. And um, I was like, oh, she was like, hey, we should get high. And I was like, okay, like I got some weed. And she's like, well, I don't smoke because it's bad for you. But let's we can do an edible. I was like, okay, the, the most, the highest dose of edible that I've ever taken is wow. 10 milligrams. Yeah. Right. So we, we bought so a... We bought a five hundred. Or I've never, I've uh, never like had an edible like that. I had a ten milligram, but it's like I really didn't do it. It's nothing. Yeah, nothing. it's nothing. Yeah, five hundred will fuck you up. What happened? So what happened was, so we took it at like midnight, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like I didn't have work in the morning, so it's like whatever. And then, but it fucked me, right? Really? So she took, she took like a couple bites, and I took the rest. So I probably took like three hundred and fifty milligrams just by myself. And, um, and so like, I, you know, you know, when you hit your funny bone, yeah, that's yeah. what I felt like, but my whole body, like the whole time, I was just, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, you, like talking stuff? yeah, like, I was like talking, like... but at some point she left my house uh-huh. and I, I didn't even remember her leaving. <laughs> like, and so like, I go up and I'm sleeping and so I literally like, I slept all day. Uh-huh. And so I, for two days in a row for me, it was just straight up nighttime. Oh, it was just nighttime. Shit. And so, but I guess in the morning, my homie, she FaceTimed me and she's like, hey, let's go get breakfast. And I was like, okay. And so we go get breakfast and I'm just fucked. Like, I'm not even there, dude. I go home, I get in bed, and like, I thought that that entire thing was a dream Holy until shit. I checked her Snapchat story, like, at night. Like, then when I woke up at like 7 p.m., I checked her Snapchat story and I was like, dude, I thought that was a dream. She's like, no, dude, I picked you up and stuff. I was like, what the fuck? I don't remember that at all, dude. That's fucking crazy. That's like, is that a scary high though? Like, were you like scared to be that high? Um, I was worried. I wasn't really scared. I was kind of like, like, I just want to sleep this off. Like, yeah. I was like, I almost, I, I, I almost had a panic attack, mm-hmm. but like, I was able to like wrap myself in blankets and like play some. <laughs> and I threw on like some like Winnie the Pooh on the TV, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's so funny because uh, I, I, that's I, I don't smoke weed. Uh, can't can't do it. I I get. I mean, and weed today is like so fucking strong. Dude. Yeah. Like, I, I just it just I, I feel like I'm in another world when I smoke weed and people like uh say they smoke weed like you know for stress to forget about their problems stuff like that. I'm like really because I fucking. Like obsess over my yeah. when I'm high. Like I think about all the mistakes that I made in life, and I start I start overthinking. But the real main reason I don't smoke weed is because uh, I lose all social ability. Like really, it just goes out the window. Like I don't know how to talk to people. I don't know how to like interact with people. Like it's just it's just bad. Like I won't I won't I can't see cues. I don't know I don't know how people's feelings. Almost like I developed yeah. Asperger's or something like that. Like, <laughs> real, like, I just like it, it causes like. That, so. <laughs> Yeah, it's bad, and then so uh, yeah, that's why I don't smoke weed. Uh. I think that's another tip because I I see like comedians and shit that are like smoke or drink like mm-hmm. hard and then get on stage and shit. People think that because I heard I think it was Be Heard was telling me it's like yeah for like the first year of comedy I thought that like you have to drink before you get on stage mm-hmm. or you have to smoke before you get on stage. It's like I've never gone on stage under the influence of anything. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, um, well, and that's and that's a good tip because here's the thing. I probably got like funny like six months ago, like where I generally like thought I can get consistent laughs, or like if somebody books me, like they I I'll be able to I have a set where I can just get these consistent, or at least funny, at least my jokes have yeah. improved to the point where I feel like I can get it because yeah. like, we all feel like we're funny, like that's right. like right. otherwise we won't be up on stage, right? Right. So, but what the fact the the vast improvement I probably. Uh, 
And number two, and the, like the a long a good reason for that is like I didn't really take it seriously for real right. for a long time. You right. know what I mean? Even though it's like people like, how long you've been doing comedy like three or four years. It you really wanna do comedy like that's why I like when I talk about your your grind is like what's the most impressive to me is like how many mics you're hitting and stuff yeah. like that. Because yeah. even I don't even know if you uh, you know it's a queen named Shane, like a black yeah. comedian. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I was just in the back of the green room with uh, him uh, when Daryush and uh, K9 uh, had a set with uh, with Shane on, on at the Irvine Improv, and I was talking to him, and uh, you know I was basically like picking his brain like I do with all comedians. And yeah. One of the things he said was, uh, you know, he saved up enough money where he could pay his bills like three months and just hit the road and uh, hit every mic that he could possibly get his hands on. And then he never had to go back to work because of that vast improvement of being at all those mics. I even had another comedian tell me, like, dude, that he would, like, hit 15 mics in a week. And he was, uh, next thing you know, he just got to the point where he would just head, uh, head and shoulders above everyone else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because nothing replaces stage time. You can write your ass off. Right. But the only thing that's going to, the only way that you know that joke is funny but the audience tells you it's funny. Right. You know what I mean? So you got to get up in front and, and nothing replaces that stage presence. So... Uh, what were we talking about before I went on that tangent? Uh, shit, we were talking about um, edibles. Talking <laughs> uh, about edibles, then we moved on, and I just fucking went on a tangent. I talk a lot. No, that's, that's <laughs> the point. That's the point of the podcast, dude. Yeah, I've never been on a podcast. So I appreciate oh, really? It. Really? Yeah, 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 it's just it's just a conversation, dude. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. well, I don't know podcast etiquette. Oh yeah, I was talking about being high. Oh, uh, Br. What Br was saying about drinking. Oh, yeah. Drinking, yeah, yeah, smoking stuff. Yeah. So, so. When I stopped, uh, when I got sober, crazy improvement in the comedy because I didn't realize how bad the alcohol was throwing off my timing. And also, of course, like I would drink a lot. So there'd be some instances where, or I would get tipsy. There'd be some instances where I would slur my words. Yeah. That can't happen. Like, you know what I mean? The audience needs to be able to, if they're, if they didn't hear a, a word that they need to hear. Right. Yeah. They, they're not, you know, then they're, they're like, what do you say? Like, then they don't miss the whole thing. They, they miss what said it after that because they're not, they can't engage anymore. And comedy, you, have to, uh, you know. You have to hold their fucking hand. Right. And, and comedy is definitely like all, all about explaining to and, and timing. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? And then I would, uh, I would be drunk and I would, I would be, I would be too into my own jokes. So I would laugh at my jokes on stage and the audience is not. I'm just like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, why aren't they getting it? It's because I didn't even explain the joke to them. Yeah. And, you know, I used to think, of, or I used to have some jokes where I used to um, allude to something, but I, 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 the audience didn't have enough information to where they did. That's the balance of it, right? Like giving them enough information, but not like over talk. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One, one, a comedian that I uh, uh, opened up for... Uh, Name always like escapes me, but he um he one of the main things points that he gave to me was that uh like shave the fat like get to the joke sooner you know what I mean give them the, just enough information that they need to know or that you think they need to know and then hit your punchline because I would take three minutes to try to get to a joke and he was like yeah they're not here to hear your comedy special like they they don't know you like that you yeah know what I mean like yeah, yeah. comedy specials like those those bigger name comedians they can get away with talking telling a story for three four minutes with no jokes. And yeah. because they know the payoff, like everybody's there, they're there to listen to them. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so that's the biggest thing I probably took away from like all comedians, like when I talk to them. Yeah, it's definitely in. Um, so, if you people listening, if you can't tell, Omar is fucking black. Oh, yeah, I'm black and Mexican. So, <laughs> yeah, and uh, so he posted today. Fuck, I need to go to Facebook. He posted today. It, for, for those of you listening, think to yourself have you seen the new you Michael Jackson? The, oh, I know. Thanks a lot, Dick. <laughs> ha, have you seen the? It's Finding Neverland, right? Yeah. Oh, so so uh, I'll let you explain it, and then I'll. Uh, Fuck! I can't find your page, up. dude. What's it? I got. Oh, you're under something stupid as shit, huh? My middle name. Dwayne. Yeah. Why don't you just? You know, I changed it because people ask me like, "Are you going by that now?" It's like, no, I'm not going by that now. It's just uh, I uh, I do it for like work purposes, like so people can't find it easily because. What's this? It says you work at Old Navy? I work at Hyundai. That Old Navy is from college. Like, I haven't updated that shit. Jeez. Yes. <laughs> I don't care about I don't care about the, what people know about me on, like, Facebook. <laughs> like, all this shit. I, I, 
I use Facebook up to a certain point. I'm more of an Insta IG person. That's not what this post says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not what it's, um, it says this. It says, uh, you said, stop defending sexual predators just because they're black. I can't believe I even have to say this, but you guys clearly have been missing the bigger issue. I'm really tired of seeing this on my timeline. R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, Michael Jackson, they're trying to tear our black celebrities down. Uh, like, really? Here's a list of black celebrities that are not accused of molestation or rape. Uh, Will Smith, Michael Jordan, Ice Cube, Ice T, uh, Ob- Obama. What? He's a celebrity now. I, yeah, that's true. <laughs> He's a celebrity now. He's not the president anymore. He's a celebrity. Kevin Hart. Wait, didn't he molest someone? Nah, Kevin Hart. <laughs> Fuck no, he got, oh, he, he cheated. Got, he cheated on his cheated, wife. Cheated, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That homophobic thing. That, that was. Deal. I thought that was funny. The homophobic thing. I thought, or like, I just thought that the whole situation was funny. That I it's thought like, it was funny too because it's so old. Yeah, I, I, my opinion, like, dude, like people's opinions like change. Like, you, dude, Eddie Murphy's like raw. Fuck, how many times the guy say fag on that? Like, yeah, it's dude. Like crazy, like, so, the, the, like, what, obviously, you know, it's not acceptable now. Like, I don't know. I, that, that, that one was crazy, like, to me. I, I didn't agree with the backlash that he was receiving. Um, Who? K-Hart? Kevin Hart, yeah. Yeah. It was, um, it's a little bit, it's just too old. What is it, like, 20? It was, it was like 2011. Ago, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, dude. It's um because it was back before he was even like famous, famous dude. Yeah, like, yeah, it was. It, and honestly, that's why when I go to Facebook and it allows you like to see older posts, I always delete old shit that I don't think <laughs> just in case. I don't know if comedy's gonna take me anywhere, but if it does, I want people like, hey, yo, back in 2010, Omar said, you know, fuck the, I don't know, like something. Yeah, dude, it's yeah, it's funny because it's like that's what Facebook memories is for that's, me. That's it what pops I'm up. I'm like, oh, thanks for the reminder to delete this. Yeah, yeah, because I even I think I, on Facebook, uh, I think in back uh, in tw- 20, 2009, I had a uh, set up a comment where I was like, um, I, I miss you, like a, a retarded kid misses the point, and <laughs> and that's that. You know what I mean? That's that's. I just like. Oh, I gotta delete this. Like that's kind of like Anthony Jeselnik's joke in Caligula when he was talking about. He's like. He's like. They say that it's hard to make fun of retarded people. He's like, but like it's not. Like mm-hmm. you really have to explain it to them. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Anthony Jeselnik. I I, I don't think uh, like you know as far as my top five comedians, he's not one of them. But top five comedy specials, that's definitely... And Thoughts and Prayers is definitely... Thoughts and Prayers is the best, in, dude. In, in, in my top five comedy yeah. specials. So I think number one comedy special for me is Happy Thoughts by Daniel Tosh. And then, like, close second would be um, Chris D'Elia's, um Fuck. Uh, Incorrigible. His, I'm his not, like, I've first one. I've seen that one, but it's, Daniel Tosh for a long time was, like, my favorite comedian he was. I thought he was like. I thought. I think he's underrated as a comedian. Oh, he is. And so like the he's, dude's a he's god. Crazy funny. Uh man. I mean, he's not over the top offensive like Anthony Jeselnik. Right. Right. But he's offensive enough, and it's like funny as shit. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's why Daniel Tosh is like my idol because it's like and same with Anthony Jeselnik because it's like kind of like the alley I want to take. Yeah. But I kind of want to take more of a, a Daniel Tosh type of turn because mm-hmm. he could do jokes about like teddy bears yeah. but he could also joke do like racist jokes yeah like, yeah no and he's he's so good at like, that's my that's why i always say like uh there's nothing offense if it's funny it's not offensive it can't be that's that's my thought process yeah. like it, like if you're if you're not if it's not funny then it's offensive right but if it's funny it's not offensive i don't care like i've funny. heard like the craziest like racist homophobic jokes and they're there if the comedian is up to a point where he's good enough he can make that shit funny or you don't even have to be like a top level comedian if you're you just happen to catch like we all have that like you know like we write a bunch of jokes i don't know how many jokes i've written yeah but only what like 20 percent of them that are funny and i use maybe 10 percent of that yeah you know what I mean? yeah so because we write a ton of jokes but you capture that joke man it is what it is but you know that's that's just uh, kind of right in general. But uh, we did get sidetracked again. That's what you call this podcast. The sidetrack. The sidetrack. Uh, side <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. You put a... Uh, okay. Yeah, back to, the, back to the what my post was about. Rounding off, any of the black... Any of the, the Wayans brothers, dude. Those dudes, they're next level. Right, right. Um, I'm actually homies with one of them. Yeah. Not, yeah. I couldn't no. even name him, bro. No, 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 no. It's, uh, what is it? Damon? Damon. Damon. Yeah. 
On the Wednesday, I don't. It's special. You say, you say, throw a rock in the air, hit a black celebrity not accused of being a sexual predator. And you said, this is the best one. This is the best one. I'm sorry, but I don't give a fuck about defending any of them. MJ is a maybe, but we all have to admit that he didn't have a childhood argument, would not fly with your next door neighbor sleeping with your children. It's, it's the true thing. Like, I, I don't get I don't get how he gets away with or that argument. I don't understand it. Like, it's, you didn't have a childhood. So, there's lots of prodigies, kid prodigies that say they never had a childhood. Like, right. childhood. You know what I mean? They... They're 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 doing things, you know, maybe with their fa- like their families, like forcing them to do all these other activities. Right. And in in their own respect, they don't have a childhood for real. Right. They're going around like, oh, I gotta play with kids now. <laughs> like, what do you even have in common? Like, after a certain age, like, what do you even have in common with those like those kids like that? It's it's one thing to be like a mentor, to be like someone that's uh like you 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 want to help the youth in, in, in some way like that. Right. Like there's, there's families like, oh, I think LeBron James, like his coach, like took him in and stuff like that. But we're talking about this celeb building a relationship with his family and then like have the kids, like we're just going to have sleepovers all the goddamn time. Like if he wasn't a celeb, do those parents allow that shit to happen? No way. And how is the, how is that in defense? Like, how is that? If it, like, I don't even know. It's, it's, it's mind blown. But MJ, so the MJ one, it's like, and, you know, they had the episode, the FBI couldn't find anything. So, like, I don't know. It's kind of more, more like hearsay. It's not, it's not for sure. One, even though, like, it seems crazy that, that any of that would happen. Like, I just chalk it up. He's a weirdo, but whatever. R. Kelly and Bill Cosby, those are, that's just definitive proof, man. I don't yeah, care. Yeah. Like, it's just too much, like... You even go back to Kobe. Like, Kobe was accused of rape and acquitted, and that was it. Yeah. Did what, didn't five more women come out and say, well, he raped me? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was with R. Kelly and Bill Cosby. He, like, they even released the records where R. Kelly, I mean, Bill Cosby admitted that he gave drugs to women. You know what I mean? Like, Fuck. So, then you got R. Kelly. I, when I was, like, that, that sex tape came out a while ago. I, was in, I think I was in either junior high or high school when that sex tape Sex tape came out, so I watched that shit. He peed <laughs> on a girl on camera, like that's that. I watched that shit with my own eyes, and a lot of people that I'm friends with on Facebook or around my age, I know they watch that shit too. So how can you sit here and tell me like, oh, it's a conspiracy? Oh, they're they're trying to lock up our our black men and stuff like that? No, these guys are fucking sexual predators. They're perverts. They they. I don't give a. F- There's so many other black celebs out there. For you guys to pick these three because they're they're hot in the story. They've just had like documentaries yeah. released. They're they're a hot topic right now by the media, and but it's like uh, whatever you think it is. It's a, a, a bigger conspiracy. No, just fucking no. These guys. Are <laughs> I don't know. like girl, like I wish I wish I could show you this fucking. Uh, Your phone's upside down. <laughs> yeah, like this this girl like that. I had an argument with. She was like, "Oh, I don't care. I don't care." Um, you know, Bill Cosby. He was a, a role model to, to uh, he was like he was a black role model dad or whatever. Here's and here's my thing with uh, Bill Cosby. Like what I don't get about him like raping women and like it's not like okay like if he raped one chick you know like yeah not whatever not whatever he still raped someone yeah, yeah. but the fact that he raped like what was it like forty two chicks it it's was like, a lot it's like dude. that's that's fucked up but 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 here's my thing it's like dude you don't have to. Like you're Bill Cosby, exactly. Spit some game exactly. and get laid like the rest of us, you know. Right, right, and uh, you know what I mean. Even if he was doing like crazy shit, like uh, what's the what's the comedian? Uh, was it George Carlin? I don't know. Uh, not George Carlin. Fuck, just the comedian that he just whitest, got the whitest dude ever. Yeah, yeah. What's the, what was it? He he's a um. Louis C.K. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. Got, like, but he ain't said that. Yeah, he jacked off first. He didn't rape him though. Like you know what I mean? Like that's. You, I would, I, Bill Cosby, you can't get in trouble for, like, you get, like, in trouble would be, like, a lewd act. Like, you won't go to prison for a lewd act. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? That's the type of shit Louis C.K. was on because he thought he was that dude, which he was. So, by, in all accounts, in his mind, he was like, yeah, I can fucking do this. They should be there going to be down for it. Yeah. He didn't fucking drug him. They, and then the ones that didn't want to go there or wasn't down for it, they politely said, no, like you know what I mean. Well, there was, what there was there was there was the one where 
Uh, also, you're you're kind of screaming, man. You're like getting like you're oh, like my bad. you're like into it, dude. Oh yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. It's all good, it's all good. It's Does that um, distort the distort the sound. No, they could just turn it down. Oh, then, okay. Now they're gonna have to turn it back up. <laughs> yeah, I'm do some video editor. Uh, I can't just throw it <laughs> No, hey, um, so what he what happened was there's like one where he's on the phone, with, like some chick, and he's like jerking off on on the phone yeah. or something. But she didn't hang it up. It's so, like I think it was um, who I can't remember which comedian. It was comedian. It was like it was Chris Rock. I think Chris Rock made the joke about it. He's like, he's like, bitch, you don't know how to hang up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> right, but but yeah, and that's the thing. Like you know, you, there's it's the difference between you know being in those uncomfortable positions, like with disease and sorry. It, it was just a bad date. Yeah. And by all accounts, though, he's it, it wasn't like celebrities are like the, in their minds, they're they're above uh, everyone. Yeah, they're they're people with status, so they automatically think they have the right to, you know, like or that you want them. It's one thing to think that; it's another to go about fucking drugging them. Yeah. Oh, you dude. know what I mean, and that's that's where Bill Cosby just completely like. So, in, in my opinion, I don't give a fuck. Like this lady, she this 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 lady I was arguing with online. She go, I mean, she's saying all this shit, and I'm just like, dude, I don't give a fuck. Hitler built a school for the blind. He's still fucking Hitler. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like Bill Cosby was America's dad until you realize you open up his closet and seeing all these fucking skeletons. Fucking rape marks. I don't know. Like, Wait, what? I don't know how long you've been with rape marks. <laughs> like, this is skeletons I mean? with rape marks. I don't, what know. That, <laughs> I don't even know what that is. What would that look like? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Speak, speaking of the R. Kelly, so for you in high school, the R. Kelly video was like your video. Uh, for me in high school, our video was Two Girls, One Cup. Oh, so. Have you seen that? When did that, when did that come out? Oh, I don't know. I'm about to look it up. Because I... Have you seen it? No. So oh, I, I fuck. We're about to watch this no, shit no, right on I the podcast. stayed away from that video because I knew what it was about, but I hadn't seen it, and I just knew I could never watch So I purposely... We're watching it right now on the podcast. I'm not watching that shit. You're, we're watching, watching it right now, shit, dude. I don't want to watch I'm pulling I, it I stayed away from that video my whole life. Not even slipped on it on the internet. Going to crazy porn sites. I'm not watching that shit. We we have to watch it right now. It's it's part shit, of it. Bro. We're on shock shockchan.com. Oh my god, I'm not watching this. Given my phone complete fucking oh shit. There's there's titties. She's kind of cute. Let's see. Is it, come on, play, play, play. I hope this is. I hope this is the I'm video. Not you, I'm not giving you the Wi-Fi password. Oh, I don't want to watch it. Oh yeah, here we go. Here we go. Where does it even come out? Twenty. What is this? <laughs> Is this how it starts? Yes, yeah, how it starts. Oh, come on. Wi-Fi start working. Or not Wi-Fi fucking phone. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to watch this shit. I'm not giving you the password for this shit. Work. Fucking bastard. Oh. This is where they, this is where they trick people, right? Because they, there's nothing going on. This person. Right now that it's paused, my phone is contracting phone aids. It's buffering. Give it a second. No, you look. Want it's, password? Yeah, I want the Wi-Fi password. Uh, what, what is it? Nine six. Well, what's the? This is oh, great podcast Sacktown. material. <laughs> Sacktown. Sacktown. Got it. What's the password? Uh, nine one six. Nine one six. Uh, two four eight. Two four eight. Three six one one. How do you remember that? Three six one one. Hey, that's live. Everybody, any anybody that comes to Omar's house, you have the Wi-Fi password now. Feel free. Feel free to hop on the Wi-Fi and watch two girls one cup nonstop. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Now I have the video. Oh, come on. Like an ice cream cone? Keep your eyes open. I don't want to watch this. I can't watch it. Oh my god, dude. I don't want to watch this shit. I'm done. I'm done. It's only a minute. Look, look, look. Gagging. Look this so Oh my god. This is the worst fucking video ever. I've seen beheading videos and that So this that was that was my high school's video. I've made it my whole life without watching that video. Thanks a lot for that. I just, I really, I, it was out of my memory. I would have died not watching two girls in one cup. Dude, we should make our own. What? <laughs> That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. 
Oh my! <laughs> I meant like like a sketch video, like not. <laughs> oh, uh, like not like that, but yeah, like yeah, like no, making fun of it, you know, like but like not with us making out, like two chicks or something, you know. I don't know anybody that'd be down for some shit like. But like instead of like shitting like we shit like Skittles into a cup or like. You know what? The whole thing. That's funny. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. See, like. The whole thing, the whole time though, I thought it was like uh, two Asian women because I thought that was the only way. Like that, no, you don't. No, they were straight up like Latinas, so you know that they, you know, they cleaned it up after themselves too. I think that I thought it was hilarious. I would always, I, I think I showed my grandma one time because uh, I just thought it was hilarious. Uh, she didn't really think it was funny. Dude, it wasn't funny. It was terrible. It's the, <laughs> it the worst thing. I really, I hope that I'm going to play a lot of Red Dead tonight so that way I can have that, like, you know, when you play a lot of video games and then you, like, start dreaming yeah, about this yeah, shit. Because yeah. I can't have that in my memory bank. Like, that's fucking terrible. So we're gonna podcast t- is fun. I, I see why you do it all the time. Yeah, dude, it's fun. Right, being barely serious. We go from we go from being like super serious, talking about like rape jokes and shit, to like watching two girls, one cup, one 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 minute later. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And yeah. uh, if I ever get famous, this is for sure gonna get taken out of context. When talk about, <laughs> Omar thinks Lucy K is fine with Jay. He thinks Jack and all in front of women. He's is like fine. at no, least at least he only jerked <laughs> off. <laughs> that would that, if you talk about the lesser of the two, he jerked off. I don't know, man. I still, I still, we're not. I'm never going to get clear on that. One. No, I don't think we're. We're not approving. We're just saying we're that approving, comparatively to Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby, it was just bad. Yeah. Shout out to the women's rights movement. I think it was yesterday. So what are you? You said you have like some notes and shit like that you've been writing down that you would like advice that you would give yourself as a younger comedian now that you've been doing it for a while. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, like, uh, so I was going to start this uh, a YouTube channel called The Elf Comedian. Never got around to it. I've been talking the what? About it. The helpful comedian. The helpful comedian. Yeah, right. never got around to it. Uh, but as a disclaimer, you know, just let people know, like, I, I don't get paid to do comedy. Like, I'm not a professional uh, comic. Uh, but these just advice that I would give myself uh, starting off, like, if I would if I would go back in time and tell myself these things, like, so such as, um, like, when you're socializing, because you'll hear from comedians all the time, like, the major or the, you're, you're going to get your most, um, your book shows from other comedians. Mm-hmm. And that's that's very true. Like, how many yeah. shows have you booked me on? You know what I mean? So, right, right. So, like, and and that's like, and, and especially like when you when you don't run your own show or you're not that involved in community, you want to be nice, dude. Like, don't be a dick. Like, there's some comedians that are dicks. They're kind of standoffish. Like, when you're in a comedy circle, like I have a bad habit of this, but when you guys are all hanging out before a mic or something like that. Don't be too involved in your cell phone, like, it, it, like, cause you, you gotta, you're socializing with these people. You got to getting to know each other, right? Like, don't like that's that's one of the things. Like, we kind of all have a habit of just in general. Like, we're all too on our cell phones all the time anyway. But when you're hanging out with a comedian and stuff like that, you you see them at these mics, get to know them. They're part of your comedy community, and you, the more you relate, the more you talk, the more of a camaraderie that you have. You will like you will start to see like you'll you'll get people want to want you on their shows and stuff like that. Yeah, like I yeah, got yeah. asked like in 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 all of when I first started or in 2018, all of 2018, I did two book shows. In the month of February alone, I did seven. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's you know, and that's just just being out there networking and stuff and and talking and just uh, in general. But like you you don't want to be a dick. Like it, you you if you're a dick in comedy, you better. Had already had a Netflix special come out. Yeah, so dude, like, for real. Like, yeah, otherwise, it's just like, dude, don't even talk. There's, there's a couple comedians like that that I don't really, don't really socialize with because, like, when I first start coming around, like, uh, they're kind of dicks. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I try to try to be nice as possible. And um, that's a that's a note that do you know Grant Cotter? Uh, nah. Oh, he he performs at the Improv all the time and uh, Laugh Factory Comedy Store, and so he's kind of like. Giving me advice and shit, and um, and one of that was one of the pieces of advice that he gave was, hey, be nice to everybody because at the end of the day, comedians hook other comedians up. Right, right. It's exactly and, what you just said. Yeah, yeah, no, and it's it, it's true. It's definitely uh, you, you watch that, and then some of the, the the other comedians that that are dicks, they're I mean they're they're not talked about as well as other comedians. Like you want right. to refrain from 
talking behind comedians back, you know what I mean? Right, because right. like because social circles move from one to the other. You, you you find yourself with this group of comedians one day and another group of comedians next. Yeah. If you're going around like talking about uh, comedians behind their back, like it's a small community. Right. It, it will come back that you're, you know what I mean? Like, oh, dude, this this comedian, like, oh, like, you, you get to, like, uh, you know another comedian, you happen to be closer to them, like, hey, you don't, that dude, like, he talks some shit about, like, everybody, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you don't yeah. want that out there. And so, but but you, the best way to stay away from that is uh, don't be a dick. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. And also, too, one thing I don't do, I, or one of my pet peeves, uh, especially, like, with, with new comedians, uh, and it's just a habit. It just happens with everybody. Just um, but one advice I can say is, when you're talking and just like in, in in these circles or whatever, and you guys before mic and stuff like that, do not try bits out and pass them off as as conversation. Yeah, we know. Like you know what I mean. Like yeah. you ever heard someone go into a bit with you, but like as like a conversation, like they like you never met though. Like you, it's a new comedian that you never met, and then they then they try a bit on you, but you can almost right away tell because yeah. as, yeah, as, yeah, as yeah. a comedian. You start to pick up on things like when certain like you may have never heard a comedian's joke before, but based on how much comedy you do and how much comedy you listen to, you can almost know the punchline or where that joke is going. Yep. The funniest comedians is where you can't predict it. And yeah. that's where you get the Anthony Jessamix where it's like even though you know it's gonna be a fucked up punchline, you don't, you don't know. know where it's going. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh so with that being said, like it's okay to say, Hey, what do you think about this? Or hey, I'm thinking about working this out. Can you tell me your, um, you know, your thoughts on this joke? Yeah. That's a better way to approach it. I don't mind giving that out, but when a comedian, like, we're, we're all going to, we're all here to do jokes, save your bits for the stage, because as comedians, you're naturally going to be funny in that circle. You might even start, there's places, there's times where we just go out, we've ripped on a certain thing. Yeah, yeah. That, those are fun, but those are, those, that, that's just us riffing and talking and really enjoying each other. Not, this is my material, let me try to slip it in here. Yeah. Because you do that with people that are comedians, like people like maybe I, like I try to something sometimes at work, sometimes at other groups. People that aren't like you know in the comedy scene. Well, you're in the comedy scene. Just be yourself and just like I mean, you're you're funny, you're likable, and you know all that shit happens. Yeah. But yep. yeah, I would say that too. And um, yeah, that's just a couple of tips uh, for myself. I like have more, but yeah. Let's see. To wrap to wrap up this episode of the podcast, I have an interesting question for you. I, sure. I saw it on our on Barstool Barstool Sports a couple days ago. It was um, fuck. It was um, would you rather fuck your girlfriend in your mom's body, <laughs> or your mom in your girlfriend's body? <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh my god. Oh fuck. <laughs> Dude, that's that's an impossible question. Uh. Oh my god. Um. I feel if like I fucked my if I fucked my girlfriend in my mom's body. That's Did just I that's just the lights. You can do whatever you want. You're banging your mom, dude. <laughs> like I don't think turning off the lights means shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No. I feel like I would rather bang my mom in my girlfriend's body cuz like at least I like I could just close my eyes cuz I know my girlfriend's body, you know? Yeah, but then she starts moaning cuz <laughs> That's gonna be crazy, right? Cause why? Well, why would she start moaning, dude? If you're hitting it, like are you talking about? <laughs> if you're hitting it, right? Gonna hear what your mom owes like face looks like, like, like what she sounds like when she's getting dicked down. Like, <laughs> Will she be able to resist saying "fuck me, daddy"? Like, no, you're my mom. Like, that's crazy. oh fuck, that's crazy. Oh man, that's <laughs> I don't know. Girlfriend and mom's body. No, mom's that's a girlfriend's body. Yeah, mom's dude. girlfriend's body. I can, I can probably oh, like. Fuck. I don't know. Can you wear earplugs? Can you put your head on headphones? Man, I feel like if you're if you're plowing your mom, like, <laughs> just gotta get through it. You just gotta get yeah, through it, dude. Just Throw on some office. You ever watch the show Black Mirror? No. On Netflix. No. First episode, it's about this governor or whatever. He has to like fuck a pig and 
front of like everyone and like the whole world and stuff like that to uh like to save some chick. Right. And he has to like take Viagra and do the shit. And he's just like, oh, they're like you're a hero, shit like that. His fucking wife hates him. Like it's fucking it's hilarious. I don't know. Black Mirror is a dope ass show. Was that? Are you just plugging that in at the end? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's a dope ass show. I like, I like Black Mirror. <laughs> I like Black Mirror. I watch, I watch, I watch Family Guy every night. I don't know. Yeah, it. Family yeah. Guy for sure, dude. Yeah, I only watch it. I watch Family Guy at night because uh, I don't sleep. I have to sleep with sound because uh, if I think thoughts to myself, like I start having panic attacks. What? Yeah, like cause the world. What like, the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I start thinking about like life in the world and like holy shit, like what well, there is no God and this like, and now I start having panic attacks. So if I listen to like TV or fucking comedy, like hey, you should listen to this podcast before yeah. you go to bed. That way, like you're gonna have a dream about banging your mom. No, I don't want to do that. Or two girls, one cup. You're the just two gonna... girls in one cup. That's that's a scarring video. Like I don't even know how you. you low key like, though, low key. Star. It's a, it's a fucked up video. I feel like you're like the second I leave, you're just gonna go in your room and just jerk <laughs> off to it. <laughs> I'm not in a scat. <laughs> I think the, the wildest porn. Now you made a you made a comment. And you're like, yo, I thought they'd be Asians, but they're Mexican. I thought they would be Asians. They're That's Mexicans I, now. I, I can jerk off to it now. Nah, Latinas, man, I'm down for that. Oh but, fuck. Nah, nah, I don't know the wildest porn. I, I'm probably like into this. I don't know cartoon porn. That's, that's you're into that? Porn. Yeah, cartoon porn is fucking great. You know, you never. You're no. tripping. Like what? Like Jimmy Neutron's mom getting plowed by Goddard or what? Yeah, maybe, yeah, that, that works, but like, you know what I mean, more of like the Japanese, like, anime style art. Oh, okay, like, okay. Cartoon for, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, They're talking like, about hentai, like... Hentai, hentai, there we go. That's just... just like, very, but I also watched like, uh, like, you know, like, Lois Griffin get banged by the dog. Really? Like, yeah, that's all. You jerk off to that? I mean, I have, yeah, yeah, jerk off to cartoon for you to, to To Brian banging Lois Griffin. <laughs> like, we're almost out of time now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go as long as I want on this topic, dude. You just got exposed, brother. Oh, man. Nah, cartoon porn is dope. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you look at those cartoon bitches and you're like, damn. The cartoon bitches. <laughs> you never look at cartoon bitches like, oh, shit. That's crazy. Oh my god! I did. I, this this is a huge curveball. I, I would have done the whole podcast on this had I known <laughs> the whole thing. Nah, man. Like, nah. Hentai. We could have. We could have thrown it up on the laptop. Watched it. Whoever got a. Whoever got chubbed up first loses. <laughs> oh shit! That's funny as shit. <laughs> All right, man. There's no other way to end that podcast besides that. That's nah, fantastic. That's perfect. This oh, has man. been episode 15. Omar Knight. You can find his uh, Instagram at. Adult by accident. Adult by accident. If you, it's spelled like you think. If you can't spell it, kill yourself. Yeah. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks, Omar. I hey, appreciate you having me on. Thank you.